here we are. We're getting into chapter one of Dr. Carrie Ream's Biological Theory of Ionization. This first chapter is going to talk about a new language, and we're going to have an A to Z uh, little glossary with explanations of the words. Uh, they're not necessarily every alphabet but um, letter, but it's a little list of words that we should understand. So this may feel a little tedious, but I think you can learn something. This is chapter one, A New Language. Behind every progressive spirit stands a thousand men to guard the past. The one who developed the basis for this program was a mathematical genius similar to Einstein. Those who know him well will attest to that fact. His mathematical eccentricity was directed into biochemistry and the way it was affected by the electromagnetic properties of elements as they combined to build life as we know it in plants, animals, and humans. As a genius, this gentleman was far ahead of his time. As a result, he encountered numerous difficulties from other professionals who did not understand him or his concepts. His basic language, not even second to English, was relative mathematics. Hence, he had difficulties translating his mathematical findings into a language that could be understood by the average professional. It meant either developing an entire new language or borrowing terms in common use that would come the closest to describing how he saw nature and natural law working. He chose the latter. Often he then readapted those terms by some alteration of their customary definitions. This has caused no end of frustration to those within certain rigid scientific disciplines whose security and peace of mind rest on what they know and use on a daily basis. Thus, they have not bothered to look at his discoveries to try to understand how and why he was using the terms in his particular way. Those who are the explorers have discovered that our perception of things is not always true that adjustments must be made in our thinking and redefinition of our terms is necessary if further progress is to be made. These explorers and pioneers have in the past been put to death or imprisoned for challenging the thinking of those who held the popular belief. In these cases, the majority was very uncomfortable with change and had difficulties conceptualizing. And so it has been in this case, yet so often, many years and thousands of hours of research later, it's been discovered that they were on the right track. Now truly, few are the geniuses of discovery who are honored in their own time. For those professionals who are studying this text, please be aware that those who have spent years in defining and redefining the concepts presented here are familiar with the common way of using the terms and formulas expressed in these pages, and much research has been done and is continuing to be done to set forth terms that have the broadest and the most acceptable usage. However, it's not really our goal to try to divine, define these concepts entirely in acceptable terms, for to do so would destroy the concepts that have opened new vistas of understanding and success in both agriculture and human health. Rather, we invite you, try not to be offended by terminology that you think is incorrect. 
We ask that you look at the concepts being presented here, which are greater than the terms being used. Orville Wright put it this way, if we all worked on the assumption that what is accepted as true is true, there would be little hope for advance. The glossary that follows is to present at the outset the way biologic ionization has taken certain terms and readapted them for its own use. In this way, confusion will be minimized and needless discussion caused by misunderstanding can be avoided to a great degree. In order to speak a language, it's imperative to learn an extensive vocabulary and how to apply it. Study of these principles may present this challenge. Yet like any foreign tongue, each area of scientific understanding and practice, it has to have its language set forth and defined. One writer said, a glossary is like the cast of characters listed in the front of a play program. It introduces us to what is about to take place. Also, the glossary will be, in a sense, biographical because it acquaints the students with how the scientist who is responsible for first setting down these concepts thinks. So without further qualifications and without any apologies, every statement that is made from here on in this treatise is made within the context of the concept of biological ionization as it applies to human health. You are asked to put aside your rote learning and think with us within a new concept for addressing human health. After all, the success that has been made in the conventional way of thinking in the matter of degenerative disease is embarrassingly slight. So I'm going to just read that last sentence again. The success that has been made in the conventional way of thinking in the matter of degenerative disease is embarrassingly slight. The success is, is embarrassingly slight. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to just read through this glossary, and that's all we're going to do today. And uh, I'll read the word and the definition. Try to go slow. Um, so absolute units, a system of units based on the smallest possible number of independent units. Specifically, we will be working in units of energy. Acid, a solution with a resistance range of 0, 0 to 7.0 pH. Aerobic glycolysis, the breakdown of carbohydrates for energy by enzymes in the presence of oxygen. In general, healthy cells function this way. Albumin, actually the cell debris from dead cells of the body tissue being dumped into urine from blood via kidneys. Amino acid core, the center structure of an amino acid which contains the nitrogen. This is where the frequency of the amino acid molecule is programmed. You can think of that as protein. Anaerobic glycolysis. The breakdown of carbohydrates for energy by enzymes in the absence of oxygen into lactic acid. So carbohydrates are being broken down into lactic acid by enzymes in the absence of oxygen. Typically, degenerative tissue functions in this way. Degenerative tissue functions in this way without oxygen. Anion. The smallest particle of energy discussed in biologic ionization. Its energy exists in ratio between its center and outer shell. 
This ratio of energy can exist in value from one unit called the millhouse absolute unit to as much as 499 millhouse units. The anion has a positive core and a dominant negative electromagnetic field around it moving in a clockwise direction. Anionic elements, calcium, potassium, chlorine, an anode, the electrode at which oxidation occurs, the negative pull of a battery. In electrolytic cells, the anode is considered positive. Oxidation is the process of breakdown or the loss of anions, electrons. Avogadro's law, Avogadro's law, equal volumes of different gases at the same temperature and pressure contain the same number of molecules. Avogadro's number, the number of molecules in one mole or gram molecular weight of a substance is 6.022045 times 10 to the 23rd degree. Base, a solution with a resistance range from 7 to 14 pH, that's base or alkaline. A base exchange. The term refers to a designated period of time a plant maintains a cellular structure. After this time, it throws out the old cell and builds a new one in its place. So, a base exchange is a, a period of time that a plant maintains cellular structure. After that, it throws out the old one. Bricks, a unit of measure used in a refractometer or bricks meter. As stated earlier, the bricks level represents the percentage of sugar dissolved in a solution. When the bricks reading is divided by two, it will be equal to or the percent of crude sucrose in plant tissue. The full reading obtained when measuring urine will be equal to the total carbohydrate plus some salts. That's very interesting. This is a very different concept than blood sugar testing. Catalyst, a substance which by its mere presence alerts the velocity of a reaction, but does not become a product of the final element. Right. I believe that uh, cayenne pepper is a catalyst to uh, herbal or medications that you take from the waist down. Either that or it's the waist up. I can't remember. It's been too many years, but it's a catalyst. It, uh, it makes the the certain medications that you take much more efficacious. So it's a catalyst, a substance, which by its mere presence alters the velocity of a reaction, but does not become a product of the final element. So it makes it do something, but it does itself doesn't get involved in the final product. A cathode, the positive pole of a battery and the electrode at which reduction occurs. Reduction is a gain of electrons or an increase in base-forming radicals in a compound. In electrolytic cells, the cathode is considered negative. Cation, the next smallest complete energy package next to an ion. Its Millhouse absolute unit value can be from the smallest of 500 to its maximum of 999. 
So you remember the anion or the alkaline was 0 to 4.99. And so now the cation is 500 to 9.99. Above 9.99, it has an unstable ratio, which causes it to split and form one anion and one cation. It could even form several anions. The cation has a negative charge core and a dominant positive charge shell, which rotates in a counterclockwise direction. This means that the anion is rotating in a clockwise direction. We're moving on cell, alpha cells. A full functioning healthy cell, a delta cell, is a worn out cell and functioning very poorly. It functions extremely inefficiently. An omega cell is a dead cell. A chelate, a molecule with an extra electron riding along. This extra electron works like a claw, which is the meaning of the Greek word chelate. All matter is made up by interlocking of one chelated electron or claw with another. The chemical compound colloid, a substance that is like a complete solar system. It cannot be taken apart or created by man but it can be analyzed. It contains upward of 66 elements. All elements in chemical compound colloids are non-toxic. Because of the size and electromagnetic characteristics, they are repelled by both positive and negative fields. This is why the colloid particles will stay in suspension in water and follow the water wherever it goes, in spite of the fact that it will not dissolve. Chemical compound colloids do attract each other, and the greater their amount in living substances, the easier it is for more of them to be attracted. They will become a part of any frequency structure because of their complete solar system arrangement. This substance is very high in soft rock phosphate. Chlorophyll, the green coloring matter of leaves and plants, essential to the production of carbohydrates by photosynthesis. More particularly, Chlorophyll is a metalloporphyrin, metalloporphyrin molecule that is similar to hemoglobin, but a reverse. Where the red blood cell has iron, the chlorophyll has magnesium. So it's just like our blood, isn't it? Similar to hemoglobin, but in reverse. So red or green. The red blood cell has iron, the chlorophyll has magnesium. Compound, a union of two or more different elements. Density, concentration of matter measured by the mass per unit volume. Diet, referring to the food consumed as a type, quantity, and variety. A differential, refers to the difference between ideal chemistry and the test results in the urine and saliva test. The most likely differential refers to the part of the test that the difference from ideal will be the easiest to change and bring the person's numbers closest to ideal. Electrolyte, a conductor of electricity. It may be either a pure elemental metal or a compound element, a pure substance, and or the building blocks for all compounds in organic and inorganic matter. Energy, an electromagnetic force that can be either heat, electricity, or matter. Energy is always given off when resistance is encountered. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, but is instead converted from one form to another. As an example, 
When wood is burned, the byproduct will be heat, light, and electricity, plus the matter that is left called ash, and that which is given off as smoke. The absolute unit of energy measure is the Millhouse unit. Enzyme, a special amino acid compound that promotes and becomes a part of biochemical reactions. They are products of hormones. Vitamins fit into this category. Okay, so vitamins are an enzyme. Not all enzymes are necessarily vitamins, but vitamins are enzymes. Very good. <clears throat> ERGS, E-R-G-S, ERGS. A measure of soil energy released equal to grams per second. ERGS are directly equal to conductivity units on the conductivity mi meter, micro MHO CMSEC. I think an electrician would understand those things. Micro MHOS, Millhouse probably. Okay, Fermat's principle. The path followed by light or other waves passing through any collection of media from one specific point to another is that path for which the time of travel is least, the line of least resistance. Filler refers to material used in commercial fertilizer to bring the total weight to one ton. It also can serve a dual purpose of being a carrier for the fertilizers themselves. Food supplement, concentrated forms of minerals, herbs, and vitamins used to improve the digestive efficiency in order to get the nutritional chemistry of the liver and the rest of the body to improve and thereby promote wellness. Also for raising the level of nutrient available from the diet because the foods consumed today are deficient in nutrients. Free radicals, a element or molecule containing highly active free bonding electrons or anions that are capable of breaking other electron bonds to satisfy itself. Free radicals are intermediates in thousands of normal chemical reactions in the body, and the body has ways of keeping them from getting out of hand when healthy. However, if natural ways of keeping free radical reaction confined and localized fail, free radical chain reactions can occur leading to a faulty biochemical function, abnormal and toxic substances, and disease. A free radical is an oxidizing agent. That means that it accepts electrons and ions, thereby becoming reduced. See reducing agents or redox. Hmm. Frequency refers to periodic motion of electrons about atoms of molecules. Specifically, it refers to the time it takes for one revolution or period. It is the common denominator or energy exchange ratio necessary for a living system to continue to function properly. Fusion, a reaction involving the combining of smaller atomic nuclei into larger ones, anions plus anions, or cations plus cations, or cations plus anions, with a release of energy from mass transformation. That's fusion. I think you can think of nuclear fusion and I think that's what he's explaining here. A nuclei or nuclear fusion. You think of a nuclear weapon. Moving on, health. The harmonious function of the body, controlled by reason and judgment, which is under the direction of the power of God's spirit. Illness refers to a loss of reserve energy, or to put it another way, the first day, more energy is not obtained from the food that you ate than is used during the day's activities. That's the first day. 
reserve energy is being lost, it's definitely the first day that illness begins biochemically. Inorganic refers to elements or compounds that do not contain carbon. That do not contain carbon. And I'll say here that uh, Dr. Reams wasn't really a believer in, in having to eat uh, only organic foods. But he definitely was a believer in feeding your plants so that you could get all the nutrients that you needed from them and keeping them healthy. But moving on. Insoluble. When a substance is unable to fit between the molecule of another substance and be held by it, it's insoluble. <laughs> okay, so if something is soluble, then it does fit, and they, they kind of combine together, and it becomes part of the solution, right? So if it's insoluble, a substance is unable to fit between the molecules of another substance and be held by it. Ionizing agent. Any substance that will give up energy to the plant or cause the substance it is combined with to give up energy to the plant. Isotope. Elements that have the ability to exchange charge dominance from the shell for that of the nucleus. Hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and helium are the four isotopic elements. So they can exchange their charge from positive to negative uh, on their shell or their nucleus. That's what an isotope is. They're hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and helium. The line of least resistance refers to the path of flow of electricity between two points where there is the smallest amount of interference to the flow or the greatest amount of conductance potential. It can also be thought of as the line of great, greatest current flow. Loss of energy refers to the breakdown process where the molecular structure that makes up an amino acid is coming apart. Mass, quantity of matter, substance that can be handled, touched, and weighed. Micronage refers to the way the anions and cations are stacked together to make the frequency that makes the species, which could be you or me. Millhouse units, the absolute units used in the biologic ionization principles. Millimicronage refers to the path of the electron in orbit so that when light strikes it, it gives color, tints, and hues. Hmm. Millimillimicronage, the smallest subdivision within the frequency structure. It dictates identity. Mineral refers to the individual elements in pure state. It is used generally to refer to all the elements, mineral as well as non-mineral. Mole, that's M-O-L-E. This is a unit for the mass, numerically equal to the molecular weight. Nutrition refers to how the nutrients that are contained in the food are utilized. A good diet does not always ensure good nutrition. Individual body chemistry makes a difference as to whether food is healthful or toxic to a person. That's right. If you are acid, vitamin C would be toxic to you. If you are too alkaline, vitamin D would be toxic to you. Oh, vitamin D is alkaline forming and vitamin C is acid forming. And if you were acid, you would not want to be more acid. If you were alkaline, you would not want to take D and be more alkaline. So, um, organic refers to any substance that contains carbon in its molecular structure. 
osmosis from a traditional chemistry view, the tendency of a fluid to pass through a semi-permeable membrane from a lower concentrated, it has more water, solution into a solution of higher concentration, has less water, thus equalizing the conditions on either side of the membrane. High conductance gives high osmotic pressure and low conductance is the opposite. Dr. Reams used this term to refer to the movement of the sap of a plant up from the roots towards the leaves. Osmosis. I just read that, that's what that was. Oxidizing agent. A substance that takes anions, or OH in the case of pH, electrons, away from another substance or reaction, causing reduction. Oxygen levels are reduced, therefore acid, protons, and cationic reactions are reduced as well. Of itself, in oxidation, oxygen levels are increased, thus are acid. Protons and cationic reactions increased as well of the substance it took the anions from. To further define this process, we can say that oxidizing agents become reduced themselves when they do the oxidizing of other substances or reactions. The results can be described as a decrease in hydrogen pressure and an increase in oxygen pressure in the substance that was oxidized. While there is an agent itself because it got reduced, it's important to note that in the context of pH, we are speaking of anions as OH, hydroxyl ions, and cations as H+, hydrogen ions. This is for the purpose of discussion of pH only, whereas in the context of anion-cation relationships generally referred to in this text, we're describing individual elements such as calcium as anionic, a substance with a negative electromagnetic field around its nucleus, or iron as a cationic substance with a positive electromagnetic field around its nucleus, as individual anions or cations. Yes, these are individual elements made up of individual anions and cations. The OH, on the other hand, is in a sense an ionic compound, but only for the purpose of the discussion of pH principles. Hmm. Hmm. Period, the time for one complete revolution or oscillation. pH, a measure of resistance. A pH of 7 means that there is an equal resistance between anions and cations. Equal resistance. Wow. Phosphate. See the chemical compound colloid. Photosynthesis. Making sugar in the leaf by using water, carbon dioxide, and phosphated mineral and sap, and sending it to the root where sugar is concentrated, and then sent back via to the stump to be distributed for building plant tissue or fruit. Planck's constant, a universal constant of nature which relates the energy of quantum of, of a quantum of radiation to the frequency of the oscillator which emitted it. It has the dimensions of action, energy x time, energy times time, expressed by E equals HV, where V is the frequency and H is Planck's constant, 6.62 times 10 minus 27 ergs per second. I'm not sure that I even said that correctly. The point of no return, that's abbreviated PNR. That's a point in the reserves energy scale in people below which the body is losing energy so rapidly that it cannot be reversed physically. Polarize, also depolarize. See chapter seven, we'll eventually get to that. 
a reducing agent, a substance that takes cations, H+, in the case of pH, protons, away from another substance or reaction. See oxidizing agent for more information. So it steals a substance that takes cations. I stole a cation, so it reduced that other uh, substance. Redox potential, the ratio or relationship of the line of resistance between oxygen pressure and hydrogen pressure within the fluids of the body. You know that H2O, water, is hydrogen and oxygen. Two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, that's water. And there's a ratio between the two that creates pressure within the fluids of your body where chemical energy reactions take place. It's also an expression of efficiency in energy exchange taking place between cell fluid and blood. The healthier the person, the less potential for interference of efficient energy exchange exists between blood and tissue. An absolute example of inefficient energy exchange resulting in excessive energy loss is when the frequency of the energy being made available to the liver, hence then to the tissue, is not on the correct frequency of the individual. The sicker the person, the greater the potential for inefficient energy exchange. Okay, we're, we've only got about 12 more, so we'll be done. Refractometer, a device used to measure the refractive index of plant juices in order to determine the mineral sugar ratio of the plant cell protoplasm. It's also used to measure urine sugars. Reserve energy. refers to the amount of energy left. It's like a savings account. The lower the reserve, the weaker the liver and the poorer the health. Resistance. The effect produced when anions and anions or cations and cations or anions and cations of differing millhouse unit value encounter each other. One could say that resistance is a type of friction which causes energy to be given off. So if you're eating a meal and you're Alkaline foods are about the same as your acid foods. You're going to get a lot of energy uh, produced if uh, to be given off. If you, I, th I believe that it's a 10% is the measure. If 10% of your plate is acid, it will turn your whole plate to an acid meal. So it doesn't take so much. It can't be equal. It needs to be a, a different ratio, but we're not going to talk about that today. Resistivity. Um, the measure of resistance to electrical flow in a particular substance, it is the opposite of conductivity. Oh, resistivity, it wants to stop the um, conductance of electrical flow. Resonance, the state of adjustment of a molecular circuit permitting a maximum flow of current energy when an electric current of a particular frequency is impressed. So we resonate, we resonate with a certain, the frequency is impressed. Or not expressed. Salts refers to 48 different types of salts affecting intracellular and intracellular fluid conductivity in the body. Salts include chloride, non-chloride, and protein salts. Some of those bad, dangerous protein salts. Soluble. When a substance can be taken into a solution so that it will fit between the molecules of that solution and it is not possible for it to be either settled or filtered out. It won't settle to the bottom. And it won't be filtered out. It's soluble. Solvent. Any substance that will dissolve another substance. Specific gravity. 
the ratio of the mass of a body to the mass of an equal volume of water at four degrees Celsius or other specified temperatures, specific gravity. Synchronization, to coordinate molecular frequency by rearrangement of electrons between molecules so that electrons of all molecules are traveling at the same speed. It's during the process of synchronization between anions and cations that resistance takes place. When the synchronization point is reached, the resistance actually stops. Ah, I think that's what happens in a fertilizer. If it's if you buy it pre-mixed and it has to sit a long time, it uh, gets synchronized and it loses a lot of its value. Um, maybe that's not right. I'm not sure. Don't take that to the bank. TDN, total daily nutrient, the amount of plant food available per unit time. Total daily nutrient. Urea refers to the part of the test that reveals the amount of both nitrate nitrogen and ammonia nitrogen in the urine. Urea, yes. You see, that shows undigested protein. Oh, okay, we're not going there just yet. Van Allen Belt, a belt of magnetic radiation energy surrounding the Earth about 100 miles above its surface. It is this belt that the sun's anions hit to produce the rotation of the Earth, also known as the magnosphere. Ooh, boy, that ought to strike the people who believe in flat earth in the wrong way. Okay, so the rotation of the earth. Hmm. The earth would have to rotate, wouldn't it, in order to be struck on all sides by these, um, this radiation. Okay. The sun's anions hit to produce rotation of the earth also known as the magnosphere. Our Earth is a magnosphere. Now that is interesting. All right, final word, zeta potential. A measure of the net electrical potential in millivolts carried by particles in the size range of about 10 angstroms to 10 microns. If this charge is relatively high, 30 to 85 millivolts, colloids will remain separate and discrete. Agglomeration or agglutinization, or agglutination, excuse me, sets in at about 15 millivolts and is maximum at zero millivolts. And that's it for our glossary. Uh, you may write them down or not. <laughs> Refer to at some point in the future as we go. We're going to talk about frequency principles next week and it'll start getting more interesting. It won't be just reading glossary. <laughs> Thanks for your patience. God bless you. Have a good night's rest.